Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Yeah, Bob, Bob is, is, is our manager, and uh, it's going to be our manager going forward. Um, I think, uh, you know, both he and I, a lot's been said, obviously, in the last few weeks, but both he and I are very excited, um, you know, about uh, the challenge of, of getting this, of getting this group, uh, you know, back to the postseason next year. Moving forward, he's our guy. And the last part I took, I didn't. I don't know if I heard that the first time. And we're excited to yes. move this roster uh, along where they think it should go. So Bob Melvin, he's our man. If he can't do it, no one can. Indeed. Nice. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, that's right. My cheerleading days. Did no, you, I was never a cheerleader. I was about to say, do you have some cheerleading days? No, I don't. <laughs> Can you imagine Chris doing flips in the air? Yeah, pretty doubtful. Pretty doubtful. <laughs> He's got a big old calf, so I you couldn't do. actually see him doing some flips. No. Yeah. I don't know if I could see the spirited part, though. No that, chance. That would be the part yeah, that he I'm would have. Yeah, I'm not too spirited. Yeah, no, he would he'd struggle with that part. Yeah, but, I'd, be like, I'd be like, so what? They got a first down. <laughs> big deal. Win the game. Just envisioning Chris like that spirited would just it would it would warm my heart. Five oh two on the clock. We are into the happy hour. You heard from uh, AJ Preller there that Bo Mel Bob Melvin will return uh, moving forward, and then uh, they're excited to see what happens. Now we have lots of of clips from this interview that we didn't get to earlier. So one of the questions that we're going to dive into that was asked him, and we're going to hear from him. Uh, was could you hire a GM? Now, that's a good question because, of course, AJ is the president of baseball operations. Now, in my opinion, it's one and the same. They just have that is GM. They, right? they, they have you know they have different titles. One of the things that has happened with uh, with analytics is they've also brought in the business. Uh, what's the word? Words that they use, you know, president of baseball operations. That wasn't oh. that wasn't a thing uh, for a long time. It was you had the owner. You had the general manager. You had the manager. So AJ is not in on the meetings deciding which bobbleheads are going to be released <laughs> up here. Because <laughs> no. that's, that sounds that's president a, of baseball operations. That's what it would sound like. But no, baseball operations is baseball related. So now what they have done is they've added that piece. is baseball, uh, baseball operations. And in some teams, particularly the Brewers, as we're watching the team, they have a GM that kind of handles that kind of stuff. So Padres don't have that. AJ Preller is both. But they asked him, could he hire a GM? It's been on the table that we've talked about, and you know, throughout different points last off season and this year. Um, and again, I think the biggest thing for myself, conversations I'll have with you know, with uh, continue to have with Peter. Um, you know, I think um, you know we just want to have as you know as good a team, as good a leadership team as you can have. And you know, I feel good about the current group. Um, you know, but also always going to be open if we can add somebody in, in place that uh, somebody that brings different experiences to the team uh, that can help us. Uh, you know, perform better on the field and, you know, give us give us some different perspectives. I'll always be open to that. And I think that's something, again, as we get into the offseason, you know, adding to or, 
you know, having some different skill sets and people that uh, that contribute. I think we'll we'll continue having those conversations uh, as we get into the next couple of months. Yeah. Um, I'm not seeing the uh, Padres hiring a GM to work yeah. under AJ Preller. I, 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 again, I, you know, I always hear his answers and I respect him, but, uh, you know, he's just kind of throwing a bunch of stuff out there. I, AJ Preller is going to run this team and, and that's for, for better, or for worse. If you don't like it, then it's for worse. If you like it, then it's for better, but he's got to do a better job this year. I, I, I don't, this coming season, but I don't see AJ working with a GM. To me, he is the GM. So uh, it's an interesting question based on the fact that he has a couple of titles, but uh, I mean, how how would that work, right? You you do do let's let's be honest about you think AJ would then hire somebody to come in and and do what? Like I don't know what what would the GM do? Could AJ Preller take a back seat while somebody else makes a trade? No, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah that would be tough. To That's not going to happen. But so. wouldn't it be like what would maybe it, what, he? What would it be? That's maybe what I'm he asking. could. Uh, right now, who's his uh, second in command? Is it um, uh, Fred Ullman? Or no, was he a long time ago? I'm not sure. It's probably Josh Stein. Oh, yeah, Josh, Josh Stein. Stein. There we yeah, go. I was bad. looking for yeah. that. I don't yeah, know Josh that Stein. to be fact because I don't know exactly who was where. I just know it's okay. AJ. For the purposes of this conversation, Josh Stein's is number two. What if he just said? All right, Josh, you're now the GM, and it wouldn't really change anything. It wouldn't, because I mean, the, the, everybody is outside of what is being speculated, right? In terms of the Bowmel and AJ, I think everybody else is on the, probably on the same page. So I don't know that that would change anything. You know what I'm saying? I do. I, I do. This is why this this question came out of left field for me because I didn't even think it was ever on the table to begin with. So he got he got two questions on on Juan Soto. That's probably the next pertinent one I want to get to. Let's start with plans for Juan Soto. Yeah, I mean, again, I think I think with Juan, um, you know, he obviously you know really settled in here this year in year two in Petco. Uh, he's a dynamic offensive force. Um, you know, the ability to get on base and uh, and do damage is you know if not uh, one of the best, maybe the best in all of baseball. Um, you know, and I think, you know, again, like from our standpoint, um, we'll, we'll go down that path this off season and talk to Juan and his representatives, kind of see where things stand there. Um, because, you know, I think, uh, again, like what he was able to contribute, what he, you know, as he settled in, as the year went on, uh, he was a consistent offensive force, one of the best in the game. And, you know, we'll, we'll have those conversations here, uh, when we get into the off season, kind of seeing where his head is at and figure out there's some common ground. That does not sound like a... Baseball head of operations or GM that wants to move Juan Soto. I mean, he said best in the game at least three times in that statement right there. Right. So yeah. and, I'm and, sure they'd love to have him. And they talked to him and he did say he's going to check in with the representatives, a la Scott Boris, to see mm. where they're at. So isn't it nice to just be able to call one guy? Scott Boros, and ask him about 35 different players that you would like on your <laughs> roster. <laughs> and realize that every single one of them cost $100 million it's, for it's two years. It's crazy. You remember FAO Schwartz? Oh, yeah. It was like it was like the toy store of all toy stores. All store. toy stores. That yeah. is what it's like calling Scott Boris, basically. Yeah, you're like, all right, let's talk about one, and it, now it, that we're it, done. It, it had the three different floors, so it's the same thing. Yeah. Right? I want to go up to floor three. Yeah, we're talking about one on floor three. <laughs> we're talking about Blake on floor three. Right, right. No, I, I, I think that, uh, to me, that said a lot about how 
AJ feels about Juan, Juan Soto. Uh, the other question that was asked was, could he be traded? Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think. I think you know those questions and kind of like the different paths we go. I think that's you know. I think that's you know. Honestly, that's, that's our process over the next couple of weeks is kind of figuring out, um, you know, directionally. Hey, what's what's out there? What's not? I've we've never been a group that says no to anything, so I wouldn't read into that. That's just kind of like the way we operate, um, you know. But again, like I think the uh, the first path is going to be to you know go down go down the the road of having conversation with Juan and. and you know, and and uh, and Scott Boris, and kind of seeing where the head is at there, and you know, we'll we'll look at our roster, like you know, from from an overall standpoint. But we've got some really core key pieces that are in place going into next year. Juan's a huge part of that in the middle part of the order, um, you know. And I think again, like any any uh, as we get into the off season, um, you know, our first our first uh, our first line of Juan is trying to see uh, what this looks like with him being part of the Padres going forward. I, 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 there was a definite different comfort level answering question one versus answering question two. And obviously he can't – question two, I don't think it was ever a scenario in which it would happen this offseason. And it doesn't sound like that, right? He said the first road they're going to take is basically talking about an extension somehow um, with the Scott Boris camp. Um, now you get into the year, maybe the um, team – you know. Worst case scenario, the team performs like it did this year. Maybe it makes that a, a much easier decision from that point on. Mm. But it, let's it, hope that that's not the yeah, case. Yeah, no, I, I'm certainly just throwing that out there. Worst case scenario, as I said, but um, doesn't sound like that's something. It sounds like they want to extend them. How serious that is, I think we'll over time we'll find out. I look forward to uh, seeing what happens with Juan Soto and Blake Snell and all of it. Well, speaking of that. Why don't we uh they was asked about the priority of re-signing Blake Snell. Yeah, Blake um you know obviously had a had a Cy Young caliber season and I think we're we're hoping he wins that award and he's he's well deserving to win that award. So, you know, the 3 years he's been here, he's performed at a super high level. Um you know, we'll sit down, he's earned the right to be a free agent. So, you know, we'll sit down. I think there's there's high interest from from the organization in terms of you know having a pitcher like Blake. Um you know, in our rotation, uh, those are the kind of guys get to, that help you get to October. He helped us get there last year and performed, uh, you know, has performed well in October. So, you know, we'll sit down with with Blake and, and Scott Boris and have those conversations in the offseason, prioritize things uh, and go from there. But from an interest standpoint, he obviously pitched great. And, um, you know, I think, you know, making himself a big part of the organization in the last few years, um, I think all those things are, are, are reasons why we want Blake here with us. Hey Scott, can we get a two for one offer in here? <laughs> I mean, I hear I see that you got this Juan Soto guy and Blake Snell. We'll give both of them a job if you'll just cut us a little slack on the cost. Yeah, good luck Psych. with that. Yeah, not happening. Yeah, no, it's definitely not happening. I, I I found it interesting. Um, they said so you like a guy like well, they like they are very they're interested in in a, in a in a guy like. Blake Snell. We'll see if they can they can bring him back because Blake has earned himself quite a pretty penny. I don't think there's there's no question. And when when this Cy Young Award gets put on his mantle second, I imagine it's going to cost a little bit more. Yeah, no well, kidding. There's well, only a few guys that have uh, Cy Young in both leagues too. Seven, so, right? He's yeah, the seventh. I should up, say. Yeah, I'm going to withdraw my comment. We can move forward. Um, you're going to withdraw your comment? 
Do you now really want to draw? No, no, I can't. I said, what if the Padres like make sure that Blake doesn't win the Cy Young and then how they, they do that? A, they, then they get a discount. How are they going to do that? I don't know. See, do season's that? over now. They can start paying off all the writers who are <laughs> voting. Why I wanted to withdraw my comment. <laughs> you should have withdrawn that. What you're right. I shouldn't have let you say that out loud. All right. Uh, okay. This one did this did this come from Bernie? It came from Bernie Wilson. Okay, I knew it when I read it. Um, he was Bernie, and you got we know we've had Bernie on here a few times. Bernie is not one to, uh, as they say, sugarcoat much. He actually asked the questions that I was thinking, which is which, which is my point <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, he was he asked uh, AJ has ownership asked him, him being AJ Preller, not to meddle. Uh, I mean, I haven't. I mean, I think, uh, you know, again, I, I can only talk to, you know, I think the, you know, from, from my standpoint, you know, it's, uh, there are, you know, there are conversations. It's, um, you know, I think the the process for, for myself, it's, you know, about, um, you know, throwing topics on the table, you know, hiring talented people, um, you know, again, like making sure that, uh, that we have a good process for our decisions. We do that up and down throughout the organization. And again, you have to, as a, as a GM and, and a manager, there's no organizations where it's like, Hey, the GM does this and the managers that and there's no, you know, there's no collaboration, no togetherness that doesn't work at all. You know? So I think from, from the standpoint, you know, again, I've, I think it's a lot to me give, give Bob his space to do his job as a manager. You know, I, I don't feel like, you know, there's nobody from, from myself or, you know, our front office that, Hey, this is the script. This is how you run the game. Uh, this is the lineup you have to run. I think it's more about, Hey, here's, here's like the, you know, do you have the resources? Here's like, have some conversations, have some questions that are out there. And then when the game comes, it's full support, you know, and that's the way we've gone about it. I think that's healthy. Um, but I, I don't see any teams really that it's like, hey, the manager and the GM, nobody's, you know, don't talk, let each other do their own their own thing. I mean, it's a it's a together thing, it's a we thing, um, and I think we, you know, I think we uh, we understand that, and know that, and I think that's that's all part of uh, of the last few days as well. <laughs> Bernie, <laughs> Bernie Wilson, I love it. Yeah, Bernie's the closest thing we have to like an East Coast. Yeah, he's going to hold your feet he, to the fire. Yeah, he, That's what he believes. That's what he believes the journalism's uh, journalist job is. With, to hold people's feet to the fire. He, I know there's a has, lot of fans has, who enjoyed that question. He has said that he doesn't believe in like rooting and I think he's he's right. Like he doesn't have a rooting interest in any of this. He's No, nope, true to, that. To be a journalist. True so. that, but uh you know whether again the smoke fire thing that Sammy Levitt referred to earlier and you'll hear the entire interview with Sammy coming up shortly, but there's too much smoke about AJ meddling to for it to all be wrong. So I, I think he needs to look at it and say, well, whether I think I'm meddling or not, enough people think that I am that maybe I need to change my approach just a little. So we'll see how that turns out. We will indeed. Let's uh, step away. Let's get to break. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Here's some traffic. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 
I had a potpourri of subjects here to uh, chat about as we uh, carry on in the happy hour. Gwen and Chris Crisello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Matt Scraby. Uh, we're Skinny all... Crisello. Skinny Crisello. We're trying to get out of the show early so we can get early to uh, Tony Gwynn's birthday bash tonight. Quick question. Yeah. Does he still have a no-hitter? Oh, Peralta, Peralta does, yes. He's got a no-hitter into the fifth inning. Um, Milwaukee has a 2 nothing lead over the Diamondbacks. Miami and Philadelphia are scoreless in the top of the second. So you are up to date on the baseball scoreboard. But uh, I noticed how you glossed over the birthday bash that Scraby and I are planning to attend tonight. Did I gloss over that? <laughs> yes, you did. Well, you didn't even mention, you didn't respond I, one way or the other. I so. honestly didn't know what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. Well, you told bash, us where you're going, the... so I'm just going to show up. Oh. Yeah, we're just going to show up. Okay. Yeah. No, I know by. Tony's having a nice, uh, you're having a quiet evening out tonight to celebrate your birthday. Yeah, so. my, my, my family is, is taking me out. Congrats on that, yes. and happy birthday to you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we, uh, I, I, you know, the... Um, the National Football League, I don't want to overdo this either on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, but it's the biggest story in the in in maybe in the in sports right now, uh, besides the baseball playoffs and even maybe as big as them. The NFL felt like they had to come out tonight and defend their coverage really of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. They're getting backlash from fans. They're even getting some backlash from Kelsey himself, who said the league is overdoing it with its attention toward their rumored romance. But here's why. The NFL keeps sticking with it. 27 million TV viewers Sunday night football. Like a 30% increase over normal Sunday night telecast. Enough said. Say less. Okay, Never so there you have it. That's, that's what is the draw? He just, You're going we, to we, see we, her for five we, seconds. It doesn't matter. These folks that have are tuning in who don't normally tune into Sunday Night Football, all they know is that Taylor Swift is there, and they'll get to see her. And that's all that matters for the NFL. It's like, cool. It's all that mattered to my wife. And, I mean, she's a pretty good sports fan. Yeah. But she still had to be awakened off the couch every time they showed a shot at Taylor Swift. So even though it was the same shot every single time, did not matter. Had it, to see her. It was the one with Brittany Mahomes, like, just in the suite, not like a part of the suite. She was Look just you over your hate. Suite. You just being a hater. Well, the biggest criticism the NFL got was their Instagram bio, which read the Chiefs are two and zero as Swifties, and I think that that, yeah, uh, that bothered that, a lot. That of really got under some people's that skin. Huh? Some people's skin. That and oh Jets fans God. felt like the NFL cheated to help the Chiefs win the game. <laughs> So that the, because they're now Taylor Swift fans we, and don't care about the Jets, so. this, is, this is where this is where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. When your yeah. team loses, that's right, and there's a, a an excuse out there to to use like they cheat. The NFL cheated. This is as good as the script to me. Like mm-hmm. somebody decided they are writing the NFL script, and Taylor Swift was introduced. It was brilliant. We went over this brilliant script writing. Not bad. It's Travis working out Kelsey's pretty well. Lucky for that script because he's the guy who gets all the, the social bump and the That's what I'm saying. Sales. I don't know. The NFL is getting the social bump, not just Travis Kelsey right now. This is putting the league on the minds of people who would normally not, not be pay thinking any attention about football. It, it, I, I get that there are definitely a lot of people out there that do not, don't care anything about sports, and that's fine. But it, like to not know anything about the NFL to me is crazy. I, I, I think because we... Just like anything. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, the, 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 the idea 
of I can see you not knowing who Travis Kelsey is. Yeah, that's I, yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah. But to like have no idea, you know, what the field goal, what the ball going through the upright is, yeah. like that type of, of level of like you've of, never seen a Super Bowl. It's been non existent to them in their entire lives. But how many Taylor Swift fans would be shocked or stunned or in disbelief to realize that many of us, me leading that's, the that's way, also true. cannot also name true. a single Taylor Swift song, nor have do we think Which, we've ever heard one before. Now, maybe I probably have, and I don't know. Shake it, it off. What, yeah, you've definitely oh, heard one Shake before. it off. Which group Taylor? do you think, which side, the, the Swifty side or the NFL side? Knows more about both. Ooh. Do you think it's the the Swifty crowd knows? No, I you think, think it's the NFL, the NFL crowd. crowd probably knows because both. she transcends everything. You cannot go, and you know what? She has those commercials during the NFL games as well, where there's like twelve of her. It's like a cap. It's like a credit card commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She has that. So like she like we would have seen her yeah. on an NFL commercial, and then someone could say, "Hey, that's the girl that's on that that credit card commercial." <laughs> <It's> on- <laughs> yeah. The, the visit of Venture, Vent, uh, 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 Capital, Capital One. One. Capital One, yeah. There we go. Ma'am. Well, she's taking over the league. There's still no word if you're wondering as to whether or not she'll be at the game Sunday when the Chiefs head into Minneapolis. Like, at- I want to play one of her songs, but I'm nervous that she, she has that everybody will change the station. No, no. no. I, I would, I would, I would she's tread lightly. She's so serious on that. about her songs. Oh, you're played. not allowed to play one of her songs well, because that's... we'd get sued? I could. I'm not don't sure, do, but do I wouldn't seriously? put it past her. Don't do it straight. Well, I told you that Fox wanted to use some of her songs to rejoin with when she was oh, there, and they, little, she said no. A little more high profile of a situation. Touche. Touche. All I know is the next time Mike Tarico is doing a game, please don't say hi to Swifty. It looks bad. Uh, Alec Thomas just hit a home run for the Diamondbacks' first hit of the night, and Arizona's on the board trailing in Milwaukee 2-1 now. In the top of the fifth inning, uh, when we come back, uh, Sam Levitt, the uh, Padres pre- and post-game show host, joined Tony and I earlier in studio to talk about the goings-on at today's A.J. Preller press conference. We'll get his great insight when we come back on Gwen and Chris. 5 a.m. And- Five thirty-five on the clock. Two-one game in Game Two of the Brewers Diamondbacks Wild Card Game. Uh, Diamondbacks on their way to hit here. Uh, had a clinching series in Tampa, going the Rangers' way. Clinching series in Minnesota, going Minnesota's way. So you got one road team that won a series, another home team that's won a series. Uh, we got Philly and the Brewers were. The Brewers, who are at home, are down one, are in the series. Phillies, who are at home, are up one. So right now, if things hold as is, you'll get two home teams that win those wild card series, two road teams, which will be pretty much the same as it was last year. Uh, yeah. Well, last year, actually, the visiting teams had a little a uh, little more success, and people were kind of saying, well, what's the big, you know, why do you fight so hard for home field event? Remember they said that the Dodgers and the Braves both lost only because they had to sit out four days, and that gave a big advantage to the Padres and the Phillies. 
those same people did not explain how in the American League, exactly. the Astros and Yankees both had a bye both and won. won their series handily. Right. So, uh, yeah. I so don't it's think the same again. So two right. teams, two home teams win, yeah. two home teams lose. I don't lose. think there's a big advantage either way. Uh, in fact, I, I think the advantage is to have the bye. I, it just didn't work out that way for the Dodgers and Braves last year. Actually, maybe we get A.J. Cassaville on. We had a, a spirited debate about this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He, he doesn't feel like the advantage is good enough for the home teams. He wants... Uh, well, they already get to play every game at home in the first round. What does he want? Oh, in the second <laughs> round, he wants more advantage? Well, he thinks, you know, there's an off day in between that wild card series and and possibly two off days, depending on how, how the schedule works. Right. He thinks that they shouldn't have an off day. They should just have to play Go right into immediately. Go which so, would give the team with a bye that advantage of the other team not being able to rest any pitchers. Exactly. I, you know, the now, prob- I, 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 we, I, I adamantly fought against it. Yeah, the but- problem with me with baseball and trying to figure out something that's, quote, fair in the baseball playoffs is that you can't find anything that's completely fair. Because there's too many variables in because baseball. Because baseball is not meant to be decided over five games. Right. It's meant to be decided over 150 games. Right. But there's no way you can do anything differently in the playoffs. So you play a best-of-five series, you play a best-of-seven, and a champion is crowned. It's been very arbitrary over the years, right? The team yeah. with the best record very rarely wins the baseball playoffs. And and that is, to me, that is a cause and effect of the game of baseball itself and how sure. it's played. It's not... You can try to jimmy rig the rules. Right, however it's not you based it. on the rules. I agree with that, Tony. Yeah, it's not based on the setup. It's based on the way baseball works. Right. I mean, you're already giving the Brewers, the Phillies, right, every single home game, and it may not be enough to help them in the Brewers' case, especially. And it also wasn't enough to help the Rays. They couldn't score when they got one run in two games in their home ballpark and got waxed by the Texas Rangers. I'm willing to bet that most run outputs this year, home and road splits, you score more at home than you do. Probably in general. In in general. Although I did read something this year where home winning percentage was down in baseball. Winning percentage maybe, but in terms of scoring runs, right? I think most teams do better at home. But baseball is just, it's, it's nine innings of play. There's just so many different things that can happen on any given day, right? Um, the, what makes these series, I think, so good now compared to what they used to be, which was one and done, is this at least simulates what happens in a regular season, right? You get a three-game series against a team, right? and we saw this year on, from watching the Padres, anything can happen in a three-game series, right? Yeah. The Royals can come in and take two or three. But you could also sweep a team like, uh, who was it, the Padres? The um, uh, Rangers. Rangers. You can yeah. go in and sweep a team like that. Yeah. So they swept the Rangers, who moved into the uh, into the past the uh, the Rays with their sweep today. You know enough about this, Tony. Let's go back to talk about Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been like five minutes since we've talked about her on this show. Come we on. didn't hit our quota yet. Yeah, we haven't hit our quota. But no, I mean, I, I just love the baseball playoffs. I know a lot of people have been, you know, missing them after the Padres were in there last year. I definitely am. You know, I'm getting the, FOMO. It is. It's, it's fear the, of missing it's out. The, huh? Yeah. It's, it's the it's the caring about the result of every single pitch that you really miss right about now yeah. because last year at this time you cared a one zero count as opposed to an zero one count meant something 
And uh, now it doesn't because the Padres aren't there. So, you know, hopefully they've taken the first step toward getting back there next year by saying Mel- Bob Melvin's coming back and AJ and he can get along well enough to make it work. Indeed. All right, let's uh, get to traffic and then you'll hear from us and Sam Levitt. All right, Sammy Levitt, thanks for joining us in studio, the Padres pre- and post-game show. Sam, how are you, buddy? Hey, what's going on? Tony, happy birthday. Thank you, Sammy. There's a lot going on, Sam. I don't know if you were uh, paying attention today, but A.J. Preller Preller does see Twitter. That was the headline to me. That was the headline to you. you heard that little line? Why do you say 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 that? Because he said something to the effect of the fans talking on Twitter. Okay. It wasn't in a in a negative so way. He, I can't he, remember exactly he, what the line he, was. He, so he's paying he, attention. It, it appeared to me. Ah, so we got I missed so I think, that. So I think first order of business, we got to get AJ Preller off of Twitter because we don't <laughs> we don't want any ideas <laughs> emanating from Twitter. <laughs> indeed, indeed. What were your uh, overall thoughts of the uh, press conference today? Obviously, we know Bob's coming back, and the other thing is that AJ Preller seemed to downplay all of the discord that everybody's reporting about this Padre organization. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, look, I, I think it's beyond a, a bigger type announcement on Bob. Um, or in general, about anything regarding the organization. I think it's about what you could have expected from AJ, right? I mean, you don't tend to get a lot of information. Um, You can ask very pointed questions, and and there were in there. There uh, Bernie Wilson came with some very hard-hitting questions. Of course Bernie did. Our guy Bernie. Um, But look, I I thought it was about whether it was about Juan Soto, whether it was about the possibility of you know hiring some sort of uh, GM, um, whether it was about Bob Melvin, even I, I thought it's about what you could expect. Yeah. Look, if if and I'm not sure exactly what Scraby said to be honest, but if you want to get a little conspiracy ish or look deeper into just the words from AJ today, um, look, Bob wasn't. You know, on the call, um, you know, to to say himself, hey, I am back here in 2024 and um, I'm excited to run this thing back. But for the moment, I think you can take what AJ said at at face value. And that's that Bob Melvin is the manager of this team. Um, If anything else happens in in the days to come, I, I suppose the San Diego Padres will deal with it as it comes. He was asked after that about right about um, about, you know, what would happen if there was interest in Bob from other teams or if he was interested in, uh, you know, in, in interviewing for other jobs, however that question was phrased. And he basically declined to comment on it. So, look, we know Bob has a year left on his contract. Um, we didn't get any news today that would say Bob Melvin is not the manager of this team in 2024. And I think until you hear anything otherwise, that is how at least I'm going to operate under the assumption that, um, that they're going to really run this thing back uh, with the with the leaders in place uh, for 24. But, you know, beyond that, I don't know if there was a ton to, to really pull away from it. And, um, you know, that's kind of typically what, what you get in these. I think, uh, you know, if, if you are going to go the conspiracy route, right, and that mm-hmm. he wasn't there, that means something. Um, if that is true, I'm just – we're just pushing the, the kind of – right trying to open up the 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 crystal ball and see that comment or the way he answered that question would then put the onus on Bo Mel. Right. It wouldn't be a situation in which AJ is pushing someone out. Right. By answering that way and you know again this is only if you are going down that 
crystal ball, you know, conspiracy theory lane um, that he wasn't there and that I'm not going to comment on it. If Bo Mel does decide or had, you know, wanted to go elsewhere, he wouldn't look like the one that is right. forcing that. Right. Happening. Right. I, I think the he, ans- gave, he gave himself some space. Right. There. I think the 100 percent thing we got today was that the San Diego Padres are not pushing Bob well, Melvin out. Right. right. Um, look, I, I've said it many times on the post game throughout the last couple of months is we've got calls about it and everything. I, I'm firmly in the camp of in 2024. The best course of action is for Bob Melvin to be the manager of the San Diego there's Padres no for a team that has World Series aspirations. Now, look, obviously, there's connections to San Francisco in a lot of different ways. There are a number of jobs that are open right now. Is it possible? Can I say with 100% certainty that, you know, Bob may not look, you know, he may look at one of these other jobs and say, I would prefer going there in 24 and in maybe even years to come. Well, I would assume it'd be years to come then if he's going to go elsewhere. Um, I Look, I can't say that with certainty. Um, but I think for right now, until you hear otherwise, until something else comes out that, that there's you a, know, you, you, you operate like they're they're running this thing back. And as a, we get deeper into the offseason, I would assume in the next few weeks, I, like, they are going to know. I, right? I, yeah, I, I would assume in the next, I wouldn't even say next few weeks. I'd say in the next week, we, yeah. we will know, you know, 100%. I, right. w- I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow, day after, you did hear from Bo Mel in some shape or form. Okay. Because... Um, he doesn't seem like the type that would want that to linger. Right. Especially the way, you know, people are perceiving what was left on the table today. Right, so, right. And, and, like, just the, the conspiracy part of it, right? I think it's very easy to have these mind-wandering, why wasn't he on there? It's a Zoom. Can he pop in, say <laughs> right, something? Right. I get that. But, like, the flip side of that is sometimes are sometimes things are like a little bit simpler than that that you know Thank what you. from an organizational standpoint I just, I just said I just made right. that point like he just they just finished a 162 game season he already had to stay an, a, right. an extra day before right. he got to go home when everybody else right. is at home starting to enjoy right. their offseason. And, may, and maybe they say to him hey Bob do you, do you want to say anything or this is I'm good I'm under contract why why would I say anything if I'm under contract and I'm coming back right what now the flip side of that is yes. They did have a joint, you know, press conference last year. It was a different season last year. They were right. coming off a, a few games away from the World Series. So, look, I, I I totally understand if, like, you're down that path. And, and look, you there might be some credence to it. There may not. I think there's also, like, the flip side of, you know, organizationally, it may have been, hey, we want to come out and say something because it's now 48-72 and ends, and AJ's going to say it, and yeah. we go from there. But I'm, I don't I'm with you in the next week or so. Look, the jobs are going to get filled, right? Yep. One way or the they're other. They're not going to wait around. Right. So. so probably have your answer here if you want to go down the conspiracy path pretty soon. I think we already have our answer. I, right. I really do. Yeah, I, do too. I, I, I don't think there's even any reason to even keep the keep it open. I mean, uh, the announcement is, is that he's back as manager. The headlines are that he's back as manager. He has said as much that he wants to come back as manager. I, I don't really know what else anybody else needs. Yeah. Now, the one part of the whole press conference that I had the biggest trouble with, Sam, was uh, A.J. Preller's insistence that, uh, you know, the uh, er- everything was pretty much overblown. Whatever discord there was, whatever, quote, dysfunction there was. They, it was overblown. Mm-hmm. Reports, uh, they, they, don't, they don't really take too much uh, – don't put too much stock in unnamed st- – 
sources that are out of context, et cetera. But do you believe A.J. Preller when he says that a lot's been overblown, or do you think there was more there? Well, look, I, I think, you know, typically where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Okay, and, and right. you know, and, and these are credible reporters, unnamed sources, whether it was, you know, players, whatever. Look, peep, somebody said it, right? right. So That's um, what I said. Look, unless, I, you, unless you want to believe that right. Kevin A.C. and Dennis Lynn were somewhere in their house just, right. huh, I'm going to say right. this. Like, I don't right. think anybody Which I don't believe, that. right. So, so, like... Yeah, I, I, I think maybe there's a little truth in all of it, right? Like there's some truth to what was reported and maybe from AJ's perspective, it's it's overblown. And he's saying, you know, yeah, there, there can be, you know, maybe in his head, it's like, yeah, there there are disagreements, whatever. Is everything perfect? But is it this quote unquote, however they put it, unfixable or civil war or whatever words have been used? Sure. I, I, you know, maybe he's saying it's, it's, you know, that part of it's overblown, which maybe it is. So. I don't know. I mean, the only two people who really know that, even beyond, you know, Dennis and Kevin and who are credible, uh, credible reporters, you know, the only people who really know that are the two guys involved and the people that are really close to it on a day-to-day organizational basis, right? And the two guys that really know are, are Bob and AJ. So um, does it really matter at the end of the day, especially if if Bob's back and AJ's back and you're sort of running this thing back for 2024. I, I I don't think it does, and I think at some point that becomes the focus. Is okay, okay, you know, not much will change here, and you're running it back from a from a uh, a GM and a and a managerial standpoint, and it becomes okay. Well, what happens with this team and this roster heading into what I think increasingly is a crucial, crucial season for everybody involved. I, I think you know we start, I said this a few years back as they made the moves they made before getting soda, right? The window has started, and inevitably, a window starts to shut. Right. Where is that window for the Padres, right? I think next year is is probably as wide as as it gets. Right. At least for what we can see right now. That can change. At the end of next offseason, right. the off or during the season this year. But right now, I would say this is as wide of a window as you have. And I But it right. it does gonna it's going to start to close at some point. And I would say that pressure is probably increased for better or worse by the fact that that window was very wide open this year yep. and it was a big wasted opportunity right. for so many different reasons, right. okay? And we my goodness, we've been over that enough. Um but you're right. It's it's look, next year's crucial. The I mean, every year right now is crucial for this team because of the contracts that were given out, the age of their star players and all of it. And yes, you know, like look, I thought it was a very good question on Juan Soto. I think that's a major, you know, question that needs to be figured out on multiple fronts this offseason of can you keep him here long term? If not, well, what does that mean for 2024? You know, if the the reports of the payroll coming down $50 million are true, it, it begs, you know, you can look at the numbers and you I start can, to see a lot of different scenarios. I can only see this working, just going one of two ways. Sure. Either Juan's going to be extended, and assuming this team is good next year, Juan's playing through the season and okay. they're going to get nothing. I don't see a scenario in which, unless they are doing what they did this year, next year. Right. That's the only scenario in which I see Juan Soto getting moved right. for whatever. Otherwise, you're you're either extending him or you're playing a year out. Right. Because he's 
he's going to be a big part of the success if I this agree. team is going to be where everybody I, thinks I, they are. I, I think it's very easy to look at things and be like, oh, well, if you're not going to keep him here long term, then you've got to move him. You've got to get stuff back. You've got to free up payroll. And look, maybe maybe that is what ends up happening. But I'll tell you, after you traded away what you gave away to Gotham, you knew that you were at bare minimum going to get three shots. Okay? First one worked out pretty, pretty decent, well. Pretty decent. Second one didn't work out well at all. This is your third shot. This is your third. And I do think it's somewhat of a hard sell to say we want to win a World Series in 2024 and arguably the best player on the team, we're moving him. Once again, I want to thank Sam Levitt for joining us. That was, uh, I think, a pretty spirited conversation. We, uh, Good stuff. Yeah, we were able to kind of hash some of that out, give you both, uh, or really the cases that are, are out in front of us in terms of the road you want to, you know, you want to perceive the what was said today. But that's going to do it for today's show. We got Gwen and Chris's NFL Pick'em tomorrow. Make sure you guys tune in on this, what is it, Thursday, Wednesday? It'll be Thursday, Thursday tomorrow. Oh, yeah, you'll short, be, yeah, you'll short be a show. whole year older. By yes, the time I will. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. 42, here I come. Oh, no. <laughs> that <laughs> was <right>. old. <laughs> yeah, up, no Scraby. kidding. Wow. You're right behind me, buddy. Right behind me, Mr. Scravey. <laughs> That's going to do it for tonight. We'll check you guys tomorrow. You have a good night. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 